like we're gonna have to come up with something because she really thinks like this is happening know why you don't think that, Tom. Okay, well, you get on your cloggers. Get on the wiggle sticker. Get on your cloggers. It's a true thing. thing. Uh, Google it. We'll be careful of that, but it does come up. Yeah. Yeah, be uh, careful of that. Don't Google that at work. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. Put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. I'm Preston Thompson. I'm the producer of the My Second Act podcast, a University of Alabama graduate and the show's resident millennial. Roll Tide. Uh, P.T. Donna won his first political campaign by just 161 votes. P.T. runs in political circles and works on uh, political campaigns and uh, has done that most of his entire I mean, adult he's, life. He's a big which shot. Which has not been long, by the way, his he, entire adult life. He's a big shot. So that seems like a very small amount of votes it was the smallest by. in the state that year oh my gosh it was the closest race yeah. were you like running around and grabbing your neighbors like at 6 30 be like could you vote could you please vote have Absolutely. you voted did yeah. you go yet i'll drive you yeah let's go come on get in the car okay this begs the question i always have these political questions do you i know like do you see different results than what's coming in from like the press like no. do you know anything more than what the public knows i can predict further out just based on like my knowledge of the history of how things go but no i know the exact same thing everybody else does at the same time so you know based like maybe counties like okay well this county normally leans mm-hmm. this way so yeah. so yeah if it's underperforming or overperforming by you know eight o'clock at night then that's what we're seeing blah 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 but no i i get the same info everybody else i'm sitting in front of my tv biting my fingernails just like a lot of other people are that's like when the county's underperforming that's when you send the school bus over there to pick some people up well, yeah. just round people up, you know. Yeah, for for the uh, attorneys listening into this conversation, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. That is, that is illegal. Oh so it's not like Georgia has had a spotlight on <laughs> no. our voting. Yeah, oh my no, God, I'm so not. sorry. Definitely yes. not. So sorry. He didn't say that. I did for quite some time. Okay, my name is Donna, and I am uh, Caddy's wife. And okay, so I was driving Charlotte. She had a little doctor's appointment this morning. I was driving her to school, and she goes, "Hey, mom, do you want to listen to my?" Um, she calls it kind of like her hype song, like. Um, that she gets ready, like she gets her tuned up to go to school. And I'm like, yeah. And it was frozen. Let it go. Let it go. And I had not heard that song in so long. So we cranked that sucker up and we we're singing it. That perfect girl inside. I got to tell you something about Frozen. I don't care what amount of time it's been. <laughs> it's not been long enough since I've heard that song. Well, you know, uh, she can crack. Uh, who is it that sings that? Adina Menzel. Okay, she can crack a picture tube. Let me tell you something. I mean, it is like it's strong. Like she's like a Carrie Underwood, belting it out with her pipes. However, it made me think when I saw Frozen in the movie theater with the two girls. This is really weird. Like we saw it kind of before everybody was talking about it. It had just come out, and I think I was just looking for something to do. This, you know, anytime a new Disney movie came out, they were younger. I would take it to them. And I remember like sitting in the theater watching it and tears were just rolling down my face. And I kind of looked over and all the moms were having the same reaction. And I just remember at the end of it, the girls were like, what is wrong with you, mom? And I turned around to this lady who was sitting beside me and I said, this is this movie's going to be huge. And again, it was before kind of everybody had started talking about it and what it kind of did to moms or what it did to me I shouldn't say about everyone is it was that relationship with two daughters and they had this kind of cantankerous relationship and one was always trying to get the other's attention very similar to what goes on in my household and your household you know like it's a lot of people's and it just I don't know how they ended up working together and everything it was just the sweetest movie and I'll never forget to when that song came on I was just like dang this is like a, a women's almost empowerment song like let it freaking go 
you know, quit worrying about what everybody's saying, quit trying to be perfect. So it got me thinking like, what is your like, I mean, we talk about hype songs, but those are just songs maybe we're listening to. But like, if you had a song, like when you're entering a building or something and you're thinking, oh, I hope this goes my way. And it's like, you want to like pump yourself up. What's your hype song like for that? Inner Sandman Metallica. Oh, that's a good one. All right. What about you, Preston? What do you got? PT. Um, I listen to the room where it happens from Hamilton. That's work a very every single day. That sounds very great. Just because I want to be in the room where it happens. Yeah, and you kind of mode. Mine is uh, Kanye. Stronger. Fix it. Do it fast. It's stronger. You know <laughs> that, that that don't kill do you, me. Do, do you do the moves when uh, you're walking yeah, into the yeah, room? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's like that. That don't kill me can only make me stronger. stronger. You know. And then it goes into some other stuff that yeah. That I like attuned to myself. Well, is that, is that song. title on the Hype Song playlist yet? Uh, I don't know, but I'm not adding that today. But maybe okay. another day. All right. There's yes. your tease for something coming up. Yes. We will. A little you later know what? Maybe we should add. I tell you what we will do. We will add all of these songs to the Hype Song playlist. All right. So we're going to add Enter Sandman. Metallica. The Room Where It Happened. Frozen. Or Let It Go. There's and, some contrast right Yeah, there's some contrast. And then Stronger. All right. We'll yeah, it. I'm going to change mine to Thunderstruck by ACDC. Oh, okay. That feels All more right. in, in line with the rest of the playlist. Well, no, 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 well, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. We'll add both. We'll add no, both. Yeah. We okay. have plenty of room. Lord, okay. Plenty of room. All right. Search Spotify for Caddy and Donna or Donna and Caddy hype song playlist, and it'll pop right up 40 plus hours of uh, music, the most diverse playlists on all the Spotify. Yes. It costs absolutely nothing to be kind. Last episode of this podcast, there was a conversation about homecoming and several different topics were, were touched on. One storyline that I was unaware of that broke my heart and and just I could not shake for the rest of the day after recording the last episode of the podcast was the story that Donna shared um, two years ago about students at a local high school block voting for one particular peer to be elected to the homecoming court so that another with special needs would not be elected to the same court. And I struggled with that all day, especially being a parent, a father of three kids who has a senior sitting in that school right now as we record in a classroom. Donna and I also had a son who graduated from this same high school four years ago in 2018. I was in carpool later that afternoon and I was opening emails and I read the subject line regarding today's podcast, which I see a lot. We love the feedback uh, and, 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 and your thoughts and uh, ideas after listening to an episode of this podcast. And I opened uh, a link to a newspaper or, or article, which was included in this, this email. And the article was published on Monday and it's about a high school student body that overwhelmingly voted a student with Down syndrome to their homecoming court this past Friday night. So I watched the video of these young adults who were the homecoming court escorted by their dads or boyfriends or uh, very strong men with a huge presence in their lives. They're lined up on the football field. It's halftime. And then you hear the crackle and hiss of a microphone in the PA announcer introducing this the 2021 senior class has selected as their homecoming queen Molly
it was only at the beginning of this video clip that I realized that this was the homecoming celebration from the school that I graduated from in 1991. St. Stephen's High School, home of the Indians. And for me, it became this tale of two cities. A city that I live in and have been a part of for 20 years. And a city where I grew up and graduated high school from. The video and article were forwarded to me by a friend of mine, a classmate that I graduated with. And it was uh, an article from the Hickory Daily Record, which is the, the daily paper uh, in my hometown. The contrast between Cambridge High School in Milton and what happened two years ago and uh, St. Stephen's High School Friday night. It just uh, blew my mind. To hear, and you heard it there in the clip, to hear the, uh, the excitement and the passion and the enthusiasm for, for Marley Kale. And then in the video, uh, which we'll include in the letter uh, this Saturday, uh, Marley takes a bow and a curtsy. So sweet. As she is introduced as, as homecoming queen. There were students that rushed the field to have their photo taken with Marley after she was crowned homecoming queen. Yeah, and for kids who don't get a lot of um, accolades in school, and this could be anybody, um, something like that is just so special. Um, to have a whole student body like rally around them and lift them up, it's unbelievable. Um, I think we try our best to teach our kids to be kind and we all hope they are and on a daily basis. But I think it's it's not just one of those things that you preach about every now and then. I think it's something that you have to constantly be talking to them about. And most importantly, as parents, I think it's something you have to show them. If you talk to your kids all the time about, you know, being kind and being nice, but yet you are short with um, the person who waits on you or you know, the person who's helping you do something or your spouse or your parents um, or their grandparents, it doesn't matter. You can talk about it all day, but if you're not walking the walk, how do you expect them to do that? And I know that that comes up a lot, but basically behavior is always modeled at home. And if your kids can grow up and say, you know, my parents were always so nice to other people and so kind and, you know, helped people do things, then you're teaching them that's the way to do it. Um, if you've ever been around like kids or maybe they're friends of your kids and you hear something that they say, sometimes you think to yourself, there's no way that came from a kid's perspective. They heard their mom or dad say that about someone because kids are not inherently racist. They're not inherently biased. They're, they're just not. They have the purest of hearts. But then when we put all those in society, puts all the biases on them, you know, they're just kind of parroting what they hear in the home. So I think this is just such a great story. And I think that, um, again, you just have to keep showing, show your kids, show your kids what it's like to be a kind person. I was able to spend some time on the phone today with Marley's mother, Leanne Kale Hoke. And uh, uh, Leanne has worked at Lenore Ryan College University in Hickory, go Bears, um, for 20 years as an administrative assistant. And she said to me, we knew a lot of people at school love Marley. But to feel that love Friday night, it was so nice to see the impact she had on the school. She's just a kid, like everybody else, just a little bit different. Uh, she was escorted Friday night as a member of the homecoming court uh, by her stepdad. 
Marley lost her dad in, in 2010, and her stepdad, Mike Hoke, uh, was her homecoming escort. And uh, Leanne told me on the phone that, again, they 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 knew people at the school love Marley in the community, but they weren't expecting this type level of love and support. And so Leanne said to me that Mike, her husband, said later that night that, that when they're standing on the homecoming you know, court uh, on the football field waiting for the announcement for homecoming queen, Mike, her stepdad, is, is just like looking at the crowd and he literally is feeling the energy, feeling the yeah. energy and the yeah. excitement. And he turns to to his stepdaughter, uh, Marley, and, um, you know, she's all nervous. And, and, and he says, um, this is all for you. He said, Marley, this is all for you. And just moments later, then she's announced as queen. The crowd just erupts and, 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 and they, 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 they storm uh, the field. I asked Leanne, Marley's mother. I said some advice for parents who are struggling with with kids and and and, and them comprehending compassion and, and grace, which we all could use a little more of. And she said to me, "Advocate for your child the most that you can. You know your child more than anyone else." Um, and I said specifically, though, what about kids, parents of kids that that that, that just have not realized yet that everybody is an individual a human first and foremost a person she said let other kids know it's okay to ask questions don't be nervous get to know them they have a heart just like everybody else they want to have friends and be loved just like you be kind it's very sweet i think that's great advice because i think that's some of it sometimes it's not that kids want to be inherently mean maybe or, or exclude someone, but I think sometimes they don't know what to say. And so I think that's great advice just to, it's okay to ask someone questions, you know? And it costs you nothing to be kind. All yeah. right. Thank you for your time, uh, Leanne. And uh, to Marley, you are beautiful inside and out. Yes. And congratulations. Yeah. Homecoming queen. I love it. And so proud of the class of 2022 at St. Stephen's High School. Go Indians in Hickory, North Carolina. So um, Donna went on a college visit and a Grateful Dead concert broke out. I mean, it didn't. This has become, again, like kind of like clogging. It's like this has become so unnecessary. Donna's out of town with Olivia, our, our high school <sighs> senior, for 36 hours uh, to USC, University of South Carolina, and Columbia. I get a text notification that afternoon um, that you arrived, and I open it, and it's a picture of you hugging and posing, hugging on and posing with a Grateful Dead dancing bear. And I thought to myself, I thought cocky was the mascot of USC in Columbia. I found him too. Where did the bear come from? Where are you? There's no context. And I cannot imagine if I were the parent on this college visit. What? Okay. And we were at... Um, That's my little Olivia violin. And I, Olivia and I have gone to UT in Knoxville. For, that was your little violin? Uh-huh. Olivia and I have gone to UT in Knoxville for a college visit for 36 hours, and I hadn't heard from you all day or... And suddenly I sent a picture of of myself with a Grateful Dead dancing bear, our child not in sight, and no caption, no context. Like, okay. A couple things. Let's uh, walk this back. All right. I did text you. You knew where we were. I showed you our cute little hotel we checked into. So we went to Columbia and um, we got there Sunday night and the tour was Monday. And so we just started walking. We got electric bikes. Um which let me tell you about these electric bikes in every city. It all sounds like a great idea, but you have to make sure that the electric bike 
you guys know my history if you listen to the podcast with bikes. I mean, I had a chainless bike that I didn't know about when I went, took up bike riding. And then I get on this electric bike and I go for probably far enough to where it's going to be a pain in the ass to walk this heavy electric bike back. And guess what happens? The battery goes out. Yes. Like, I mean, do they not self-charge when you put them back on there or whatever? You know, and Olivia's going 90 miles an hour in front of me just like, and I'm like, what in the heck is going on? It's like, yeah. And pushing an electric bike is heavy. So I said to myself, self, should I just put this bike on the side of the road? But that's probably going to cost a big old, like, there's deposit. A fee. There, there's yeah. a fee for that. So I had to find another right. docking station. Where did the bear come from? Though? Okay, so I'm getting to that. I had to find another docking station. So the closest docking station was in an area, and if anybody's kids go to University of South Carolina and your kids tell you that they're down in this area, probably time for a visit. Um, it's called Five Points. Every city has one. Athens has a Five Points. I thought about it later. It's Five Points. Well, Five Points is, shall we say... Uh, Asheville's little sister, okay. Asheville, North Carolina. So every shop sold all kinds of things, you know, that you don't want your kids doing when they're in college. And I'm just like, where are we? Um, but we came upon this Grateful Dead festival. And it, like it was these tribute bands to Grateful Dead and all this stuff. And you may not know this about me listening to the podcast, but I was a deadhead. Yes. And I saw, I went to a couple of dead concerts. I saw Sting in the Dead in Vegas in the desert, which I'm not even going to go into that story. That's a whole story. It was kind of like uh, Burning Man, pre-Burning Man. Anyway, so I like the dead. So I'm like, okay, well, this is kind of cool. So we just sort of wandered into the crowd. That's how it happens. Yeah. And then the you little- look, You look in this photo like you're on the CBD. I'm not on the CBD. In this photo. The little bear came up to me, and I love those little bears. And he gave me a gummy. But I didn't See, eat it. I threw it away. Yeah. No, he said it was a legitimate gummy, but I wasn't trusting him. I mean, and the bigger thing was, it was kind of like a joke, I think, that he had these little, because they were like the normal candy gummy bears. But it was the fact that he pulled it out of his like furry pocket with his furry hand. Well, and it was kind of stuck to his hand. We should also mention that this is a furry. Well, yeah. You don't know where this person, what their intent is. You don't know what part of club they're, they're you know, they're part of a, like a, a club or a group of furries that are that have just appeared at this 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 rogue Grateful Dead music festival outside of the University of South Carolina. How much time did y'all spend here? Oh, not long. Oh. Ten minutes. It was, a kind Ten of a, minutes. it was not, the crowd had not bathed. So it was like, yeah, it was time to go. So we went through there and then made it back. So it was a very quick, quick, quick turn. Um, here's what I'm going to say. It was our first college visit and the tours are long. They go like two and a half hours, three hours. I mean, like when we made the turn for the library, I'm like, Mm. I was thinking about you the whole time, which was kind of funny. Like, I think we probably would have lost you at like the student center because I mean, it just kept going, you know, and this girl she, that led the tour, she, I think she had been to five points because she had so much energy. It was like, I, I mean, I clapped for her at the end. I gave her a hug. I was like, I couldn't believe it. It was because I think she, you know, they, they send you the, the, um, the survey afterwards and she was like really pushing like you know how when you buy a new car mm -hmm. make sure you are extremely satisfied right, which is the highest yeah. the highest check yeah box. with my tour right. abilities because yeah. i think maybe she gets like a couple of free meals or swipes on her food card it just brought back so many memories i got a little lost in my head during the tour a lot of facts and figures coming at you um and i had no preconceptions about the university of south carolina other than i don't know that i want my kids standing around yelling go cox all the time however there is, there is that and I'm a Georgia graduate, and this is very hard for me. I'm going to be honest with you. Touring SEC schools that are not Georgia is hard. People say, 
why don't you go to Georgia? It's not quite that easy to get in Georgia. And I will say what I have found during listening to their individual speeches and reading some of the letters that come in is every school, there's a place for everyone. I say this all the time, but every school has some really kind of amazing things. South Carolina is like the number seven international business school, huge international business program. Um, And it's very pretty. The campus is very pretty. But in the midst of all that, what I kind of got lost in my head about was when we went to the student center and like how bad the student center at Georgia at the Tate building used to be. Well, imagine the, the student center at Western Carolina University. Like, I mean, it's, it was like those soybean patty hamburgers. And this one had Panera, Chick-fil-A, Willie's, um, free movies, free Netflix, pods, basically a co-working space that you could work in. Um, and it was hilarious. They like they were talking about swiping your because you get your food card. And what do you think all the kids on the tour wanted to know? Is the food card good for Starbucks and Willis? Yes. Yes, she says. You get two swipes now. You have to pay extra for your milkshake. I'm like, what? It is, it, I would imagine the Starbucks coffee is priced higher than it would be at maybe. A, a, a oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, you know, all throughout the campus, and, and this is not just this campus. This is Georgia. This is everywhere. There are all these little spots where they can eat. And, you know, it's just great seeing people outside studying and sitting on a blanket and all the stuff. And it made me want to go back to school so bad. And every parent was saying that on the tour. But it also made me for, um, I don't think we have a lot of college people that listen, but I just kept saying to Olivia, and I know they don't get it at this age, it's such a great opportunity. I didn't see it that way when I, I mean, I, I saw the opportunity of like getting my advertising degree and partying and having fun with my friends. Getting out of Smyrna. Sure, all of that. But like I was saying to her, like, you know, when you're, before you get into your major, you can take a art history class. You can take a social media debate class. I mean, imagine the classes that they have now in the journalism school. You know, we walk through the journalism school and they have podcasting studios and broadcast studios and, you know, just all of the opportunities. And I think if you can just get your kid, and again, I, I want to be really careful with this because we have one I know not everybody's bound for college. We have one that wasn't, and that's okay too. But if you have one on that path, if you can just get them there, the opportunities at these schools now are just unbelievable. And we're paying for it. Well, don't get me wrong. You know. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, when they flash up that like out of state, tuition, tuition. Out, but it, in states, I mean, like out of state, in state, whatever, your head just sort of starts spinning. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Times four. And then my favorite part is every single kid in the like tuition thing turned to their parents and goes, that's not that bad. <laughs> and every single parent was like, really? You think? I think Western Carolina, I, <coughs> excuse me, I think Western Carolina when I went was like $5,000 a semester. Oh, um, I, honestly, so was Georgia when I was there. Sororities and fraternities were, my sorority dues were probably $300 a quarter. They were telling us sorority and fraternity dues there are over $1,000 a month, yeah. you know, wow. just crazy, crazy. But it was we'll fun. In, we'll include the picture of Donna with the Grateful Dead dancing bear. Wait till we go to Colorado and see what trouble I get into. I'm on that. No, no, I'm taking that trip. That's the trip I'm going on. Okay. Uh, we'll include it in the letter. Donna with the dancing bear at the uh, Rogue Grateful Dead Music Festival in Columbia, South Carolina, while on a, uh, a college visit with our senior, high school senior, Olivia. A pot peep Sal Hogan reached out after I posted uh, your picture on social media when you were gone for 36 hours. And I said, you know, can you imagine if, if I sent this photograph to Donna, if I was the parental unit on a college visit and 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 uh, sal says no doubt in my mind you'd be doing another solo episode and phone a friend tug to cover uh still one of my favorite episodes by the way uh tug fills in for when yeah, we have I a think guest sal was saying he enjoyed tug more than me i like that sal all right uh-huh. but um 
Thank you, Sal, for reaching out. Thank you for your support of Cadillac Jack, my second act, the podcast. Do you realize that you jeopardized the entire company? Do you realize that your actions could have permanently destroyed everything I've been working on? We have been working on. Without money, the site can't function. Okay, let me tell you the difference between Facebook and everybody else. We don't crash ever. If the servers are down for even a day, our entire reputation is irreversibly destroyed. So Facebook decided to take a half day earlier this week. That is from uh, the social network, which about 10 years ago, I think, uh, with a Jesse Eisenberg as as Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. During this outage, three billion people were touched worldwide. That sounded horrible. Let me correct myself. Mm. That's a lot of touching. <laughs> during, during this outage, uh, how about three billion were affected worldwide? Facebook lost sixty million dollars in revenue in six hours. Unbelievable. The incident did not have any malicious origins we could spend time here on exactly what happened but it's very techy and deep and i don't understand it and so i don't know how to explain it to you because of that and let's, it's not the truth so i mean they're not going to tell us what let, really let's happened. talk about though what has happened since the outage earlier this week you know it was already a very intense day at the office for facebook because uh monday morning or sunday night on 60 minutes they aired the interview with the facebook whistleblower who leaked tens of thousands of pages of documents to the World's, uh, Wall Street Journal. You recall uh, a conversation we had during this podcast three weeks ago about that leak. Now we know uh, it was Frances Hagen, a former product manager. Uh, and this week she also testified before a Senate subcommittee about Facebook and Instagram based on, uh, basically she worked there for like a year and a half or something. All, all she did was photocopy she was busy. Um, she was just at the mimeograph machine the entire just scanning, time. Nobody, scanning. Nobody, nobody has any questions. You know, uh, they're Francis, like, why is Francis yeah. always over there? Yeah. And just to throw everybody off, she, you know, pull down her skirt every now and then, hop up there with her ass cheeks on the copy machine. And, well, we've all done that, haven't we? No. No. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Just to throw everybody off her scent. Do you think that, um, do you think that people care? I mean, like, do you think the government cares? Do you think that they will, like, is this going to get their attention? I mean, I, you know. PT is a producer of the My Second Act podcast. What do you think about this? Well, first of all, the department she worked in was about kind of ethics and development uh, culture and making sure that they were having a positive impact on the world. So if, if I'm Mark Zuckerberg, I don't know how I'm not checking in with this person first as a potential whistleblower because Facebook is uh, not doing that. Um, and I think what probably drove her over the edge is what we talked about a couple weeks ago on this show was they're uh, looking into developing an app specifically designed for children, which is kind of a nightmarish hellscape. And they've tabled now. that now. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah, I think I think it's I mean, again, if you're not one of those um, people who uh, believes that in like conspiracy theories. But here's the thing, you know, Mark Zuckerberg always all of these people started these from you know, MySpace to Facebook. It's just a way to keep in touch with your friends from high school. It's not. And and I don't know that it was ever, I think people think that it was intended to be that and then evolve to something else. Trust me, Mark Zuckerberg and, and Jack Dorsey, the people who run these companies, like Twitter and everything, they've known all along. This was not a development deal. Has it become bigger and bigger and bigger? And are there more legs off of it and ways to generate revenue? But there's a lot going on behind those doors. I just wonder how much the government will get involved and and how much people in general, the public cares. Like, do they tolerate, you know, do are people just kind of like, again, sort of what happens sometimes in politics in the world? Like, I don't really care what happens. Just give me my Facebook. You know, I want to know 
what my ex-husband, who he's dating. I mean, I'm serious. Well, and, and how naked did you feel Monday when Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, uh, were, were down for six hours? Did yeah. you did you sweat that? People, I'm sure people did. Did how many times Monday between we'll say noon and, and six? How many times Monday between noon and six did you reach for your phone, wanting to check updates on Facebook or Instagram? See how many likes you'd gotten. See if you got any new followers or, or to refresh, post refresh, whatever. Yeah. How many times did you reach for your phone Monday? Yeah. And it wasn't there. I call Verizon. And it's like that. It's like a drug. You need it. You feed off of it. And it's almost like, wait a minute. Where's my, fa- I got, I got to get some Facebook. I've got to get some Instagram and it's not there and you have no control. Yeah. I got to get that instant gratification. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg did shoot back uh, at the whistleblower who testified Tuesday uh, before uh, the Senate hearing. And he said this, the company he founded cares deeply about issues like safety, well-being and mental health. Because, uh, you know, she's urging, she being uh, uh, Francis, the whistleblower, is urging uh, lawmakers to have government regulators to oversee uh, social media networks. He refutes all of her allegations, um, calls uh, the coverage of the hearing uh, basically misrepresents our work and our motives. Now, this is the first time, first uh, comments uh, from Zuckerberg to address the whistleblower's claims and the leak and the national security concerns. And um, he says, we spent the last 24 hours debriefing how we can strengthen our systems against this kind of failure. One of the worst outages we've had in years. And the memes Monday were some of the best I've ever seen on social media about the, the outage. I think that was code for him going through the employee list and getting rid of people like, yeah, I know what old Jim's doing. You know what I mean? See him by the copy machine an awful lot, that Jim. Yeah. Or whoever's in charge of the master switch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, hell. You know, like that went down and that was on your watch. Like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine. Oh. We'll feature some of the best memes in the meme and a prayer section of the letter. The Saturday text left on red. Red is the color. R-E-D. No spaces. Left on red to the number 22828. Subscribe to the letter. Absolutely free. It'll hit your inbox Saturday morning at 910. With uh, all of the best memes uh, from the outage this week and uh, alternative episode titles and photographs of Donna and the dancing bear will be in there. And uh, the video of Donna, Ask for Donna from Gallery Furniture. Uh, She sent me this video. She's coming up in just a few minutes during this episode. And she sent me a video of of her rehearsing, her clogging on the floor at, at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. I feel like she's getting an extra practice time because of the way the floor is at Gallery. She's got room to practice. It's concrete. I was up there earlier this week, and she's ready. She's ready to go as yeah. a co-captain of the Sassy Stompers. Sassy Stompers. Clogging team. You can pair your dinner selection from Dinner Affair right now with, with a side. You can, you can choose the sides. But the chefs can also pair your sides to make your dinner time even easier. Some examples uh, on the October menu, uh, steak soft tacos with horseradish blue cheese. You know how we love our salsas and dinner. Mm, mm, mm. They uh, suggest a pairing of roasted baby potatoes and green beans. I'm in. Well, I am too, because our chef has not been doing us any sides. So I think we're going to start getting some sides. You're the chef. It's me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we're just getting like a, a little top. We're getting a couple of tacos. Get some yeah, white rice. I'm like, well, okay. This sounds really good. Louisiana chicken pasta. Pairing would be uh, uh, some asparagus, a great green vegetable. Fantastic. Green beans, white rice with uh, the shrimp Newberg. Here's what you do. Dinneraffair.com. 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 $30 off that first order. It's going to make your life so much simpler. 
$30 off your first order. Caddy is the promo code. Caddy, C-A-D-D-Y at dinneraffair.com. You order now. Uh, dinners for two, three, or four adults, depending on the number of people that are at your dinner table every night. Two, three, or four adults. Free delivery in all of the Metro Atlanta area. They ship nationwide, too. No contract. Fun, uh, no contract. Free delivery. Money back guarantee at dinneraffair.com. We have added all of our selections already to the Spotify Hype yes. Song playlist. So we're going to roll right over that. We are covered. Uh, Vern Gosden died in 2009. Oh, dear. That's, added, okay, that's a long time ago. I should I know, have known that. I know. Yeah. I added uh, last episode. Uh, is it raining? Is it raining? I'm, I'm going to be house? honest with you. I had a, it was tough finding that on Spotify. Like it's raining at mine. I had to go on a little hunt, but we got him. All right. Donna Rogers is, uh, she's queued up and ready to go. Co-captain of uh, the Sassy Stompers. Sassy Stompers. Let's uh, hang on one second, Donna. Um, Adele has announced her new project is going to drop on October 15th. I think the new song's out, isn't it? No, I'm sorry. No, the single comes out October 15th. Yeah, and the getting, album shortly after. some peaks. Like, she looks amazing. It has been nearly seven years since Adele dropped an album. Now, are you going to go on record like you have done in the past on another podcast from a long, long time ago where you caught a lot of flack for saying you do not like when big gals lose a lot of weight because they don't sing as well? I don't. I don't know that I said they didn't he sing did. as well. He did. No, I don't know. That. I don't recall saying that. <laughs> he did. I think it's it's it, it, it's. A la Winona, Trisha. Who were the other ones? There were a couple other. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yes. Find that episode. I don't recall. I'm going to. I don't recall that exchange. Yes, but are people? How do people feel about the new Adele? Because I have had people say like it does not that can't look be her. like Adele. That's not Adele. Like she looks totally different. I like the thick Adele. Yeah, I think that's kind of where you landed. Is you you're it was. The conversation wasn't negative. It was about how sometimes people think that they have to lose massive amounts of weight and they don't, they, they end up not being as appealing to certain people because they're like, you know, it's, it's not all about the weight, the weight, the weight, the weight. And so there were a couple of people that you were like, they shouldn't have lost all that weight. And Adele's one of them. Yes. 25 dropped seven years ago. New single called Easy On Me from Adele is going to drop on October 15th. Hello, Donna. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. Donna, I got to get my tap shoes. I feel like I'm behind. I feel like I'm already behind from everybody else you, in the Stacey Stompers. Becky Jones would be so disappointed in you. She Who? would be. Becky Jones, our old dance oh, instructor. The, the Becky Jones School of Dance. The Becky Jones School of Dance. Yes. And let me tell you something. Becky Jones, and Donna knows this, she was a good looking woman. Like she was blonde and tan. And I mean, like she had it going on. Yes. Yes. Definitely. That's why all the dads Definitely. came. That's why all the dads came to your dance recitals. Well, I'm about that's that. true. That's probably true. Dads normally are looking for an out, you know, to, about <laughs> the kids' dance rehearsals and dance recitals and things. But old they, Becky Jones, they came to see Becky Bounce. She bring them to the auditorium, huh? Yeah, Donna, Donna, yes. you really don't have your shoes? No, I, I don't. Oh, I'm, how can you be the captain of the team without shoes? I wasn't even. All I was going to do was just maybe take a few lessons and take this up, and now I'm co-captaining with you. And I, feel, I kind of feel like my co- you're better than me. Like I watched you clog, and I'm like. <laughs> You've got a couple of moves there that I don't have. Yeah, I've, I got to admit, I've won a few contests. Have you? <laughs> of the clogging sort, right? Yeah, of the clogging sort. Yeah, absolutely. I All love right. it. I've won a few dance contests, yeah. So what song were you, and, and the video is available right now oh on the Cadillac Jack. I love it. <laughs> social media platforms, Instagram at ATL Cadillac Giddy Jack. Giddy on up and giddy on up. And then uh, Cadillac Jack on, <laughs> on Facebook. So what was the song? Giddy on up, giddy, giddy on, on out. out. Laura, Laura Bell Bundy. Laura damn Bell, Bell Bundy. Bundy. 
<laughs> who was a country artist for a, a blink of an eye. Is that yes. like a is that like a one that a lot of people clog to? <laughs> I, I, probably, yeah, yeah, probably. Well, I was just wondering, like, how no, you picked that it, one. That, I that's love outside that. of the box a little bit. Yeah, it is. I love it. We just. The beat was good. I was Should we clog you know, the ACDC? I had, Donna, it came up on my playlist. I was like, oh, here we, here we go. So here we that, go. That was like a freestyle video. Yes. Oh, that, that was definitely a freestyle okay. video. Yes. You, you, you must see it. This is Donna practicing as, as co-captain of the Sassy Stompers clogging team on the showroom floor at Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns for Joe Gainesville. Well, here's the thing. I'm thinking because all of us ladies are of a certain age, which we mm. will not mention. Maybe we should clog to the 80s. Like, hang on, we like jo- like Joan Jett and like Rush and like... Donna, um, we have a sponsor. The song uh, is, you is know, your no, heat no, no, on? No. That, that's, yeah. Okay. And we have a sponsor, Donna. That's right. We've got to stay with the sponsor. Is your heat, heat on, on home, on, Dr. On. Fahrenheit, heating and air? Is your heat on? I like the part when it gets going fast. That's when we're going to do like our daisy doozies where we that's turn our, we, we do our yes. feet. Yeah. Daisy doozies. Yes. Which of you Donna's is responsible for Brandon's wiggle stick? Uh, that'd be that, Donna. Um... You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to ask that question again. What was that now? Who, which of you? Which of the Donnas is in charge of Brandon and his wiggle stick? Okay, why are you asking that? It's a what? where where y'all? It's a it's a clocking move. A wiggle stick is a clocking. Yes. Move. What did y'all think I was talking about? Well, we don't know. I don't, we, we don't, don't know. know, and I'm not exactly sure. I'm gonna let the other Donna be in charge. Of his I'll be in charge stick. of the wiggle stick. Yep. Now, Brandon was not working the day I was up this week to visit with you and, and to help you out with, no, with rehearsal. No, but, but I, tell, I tell you what, though. I will also send you some video of Brandon this afternoon, too. Oh, my gosh. You know what? He, he called last night. He, he was he was like a little – he wants to he wants to stay late after to practice some of those moves. So oh, I said, okay. hey, listen, Marilyn <laughs> – no, Donna. Marilyn um, – so Mar- Marilyn's going to film him this afternoon with his shoes on. Oh my God! He, Can we get him in a pair of Daisy on. Dukes or like some overalls, like some lead, like a no maybe Dukes. like a like a Helen getup, like you know Helen Georgia, like some lederhosen, like, like, but yeah, with no white shirt, like shirtless. Yes, this is good. Uh, I'm telling you, we're gonna take everybody else down because nobody has Brandon. Brandon's our secret weapon. Brandon is our secret weapon. Yes. Yes. But Donna, you yes. have to get your shoes. I'm doing it today. I'm gonna get my clogging shoes. I'm what ready. What's the cost? What's a pair of used clogs cost? And not clogs, clogging. No, why are shoes. you buying them used? I'm not going to. He's going to spring for me some new shoes. Here's the thing: do they? They're different than tap shoes. Clogging shoes are deaf because I remember I used to have to switch out. Clogging had, shoes are different than yes. tap shoes. Yes, because I had a little case that carried my shoes in. I had my ballet shoes, and then I had my tap shoes, and then I had my clogging shoes. And your clogging shoes had a ribbon through them, and they meant business. And you just didn't. Yes. You weren't supposed to just clog anywhere, you know, because you, you can mess what? up your clog. I actually was waiting on a customer this morning, and I had my shoes on. Oh, my God. You know, I'm, I'm getting all my practice in, Donna. And I appreciate I that, this. Donna. I ask for Donna. I appreciate yes. that. I truly do. I don't know that the other sassy stompers are taking this as serious as you are. And, and you truly want to go to nationals, the NCC, and, and to bring home that national title. And right. I appreciate your, your your support. Not your support, but I appreciate your oomph and your, your dedication. Her oomph. Maybe we should move her to the captain and me to the co-captain. You're, Calling you're, out commands. Donna, right. that, I've I'm been ready. thinking that. I'm ready. I'm I ready. Did, Donna, I didn't want to hurt your way. feelings, but. I've been thinking that. Check yeah. out the video of Ask for Donna practicing, rehearsing. I, she's on the showroom floor, literally. Gallery furniture. Brandon was off that day. So send me that video, Brandon. I know the ladies want to climb him oh, like a vine yes, and yes, also yes, watch yes. the video of him tapping or clogging shirtless. Donna, with, uh, you got the wiggle stick? I got the wiggle stick. I'll put it she's in neutral. It. Yep. All right. She's got it. So um, when I was up there this week, you were telling me about um, 
the the additional warehouses that you have around town, and they're all like within two miles of your location. And so they're all within one mile. I've one got mile. four warehouses. And and this is a inventory that has been arriving, but you ordered a long, long, long time ago, and that's the problem right now. We've talked about this: is the supply chain. If you go into a big box retailer, if you're looking for furniture, uh, they're gonna they're a not gonna sell you anything off the floor, and and b they're gonna take your money for what you want and and exact you know what you what you're looking at, and they're gonna take your money, and then they're gonna say, hey, oh by the way, listen, uh, your, your stuff's not gonna be here for another eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve months. And that's what I was gonna tell you. Any date that any of us give you. That is a projected ship date. That does not mean you're you're going to get it on that date. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Even 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 if you buy from me, if it's something that I do not have in stock, I can give you a projected ship date, but that is not a guaranteed date. And you're going to be very open and honest and transparent about that, unlike absolutely others. Yeah, you don't want people coming to your Thanksgiving and you you're expecting a table and you don't have anything for them. But that's the benefit of gallery is you have all of these warehouses with all of the furniture ready to go. I've told people there's no reason to go to anywhere else. You're going to waste your time. You're going to talk to these people. You're going to have to go through this grueling thing of financing, then go over to the computer and stand there for when you're going to get your delivery. And then they have to stay home all day and the people don't show up or, oh, we've moved your delivery or it's going to be four and more months. And we moved your delivery date. And they tell you that after you've waited all day. That's exactly right. Yeah. And lost an entire day that you'll never get back. That's Locally right. owned family business, Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Hashtag Ask for Donna, Ask for the Wolfman. Let me hear you say, it. give give the tagline that so many people have heard through throughout their, their lives. You want an Ask for the Wolfman or Ask for Donna? Well, I want an Ask for Donna. I'll tell you, th- th- this was our end of hours with two great locations, 2511 Roosevelt Highway and College Park, 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Hey, Ask for Donna. There you go. That's good. Co-captain of the Sassy Stompers. We, we appreciate you. We love you. And uh, we'll be in touch about the next practice. I think it's probably going to be Donna Sunday afternoon. Or you yeah, okay we got to all get together. Sun- yeah. Sunday afternoon sounds good good to me. You let me know. I'll do okay, that. I'm all right, in. I'll reach out to you. Thank you. All right. All right, I love y'all. All right, love I love you, you too. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Donna from Gallery Furniture. I think she's trying to do a clogging coup on me. She's good. The video she's that you can go see. Coup. The video, That's what she's doing. The video that you can go see right now. She's she's good. She is good. I didn't think it was her. It's just from her waist down. It's her. Are you sure? Because yep. she's a good class person in this video. It's a good class. She clearly she's good. She's like wearing her shoes all while she's working. I mean, I, I don't. This is kind of like bothering me a little bit because it's like all of a sudden you catapulted me up to like clogging hierarchy, and I mean I'm I'm not very good. I don't, don't go back and listen to the first podcast when we talked about your desire to get a state championship. That was a desire, an aim, a goal. It was not like right in front of me where I'm going to have to be doing counts and wiggle sticks and whizzly wonkers. Get to work. I'm, I just, I don't know. It's crazy. Throughout the month of October, we are partnering with Turning Point Breast Cancer Rehabilitation for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And we're going to feature some some special guests in upcoming episodes of Check My Second Act. Uh, with uh, very, very smart, smart individuals like Jill Binkley. Jill is the program director and Turning Point founder of Turning Point Breast Cancer Rehabilitation. Uh, also, some uh, some success stories and, and patients that we will um, spend some time with during the podcast. They do have an upcoming education event that I wanted to uh, make you aware of, and it is all about equine assisted rehab for breast cancer survivors, breast cancer survivors. And it's going to be October 14th is an outdoor class that will show the benefit of working with horses. And listen, we are, we live in the Alfred of Milton, Georgia area, 30 miles North of downtown Atlanta. And this 
community is an equine equestrian community, no doubt. Yes, and equine therapy is has been proven for all types of things, trauma, um, disease, again, people who are um, going through cancer treatments. Equine therapy is amazing for that. So um, if you are going through this right now or if you know someone who is, this would be a great event to attend for sure. Turning Point Breast Cancer Rehabilitation is a nonprofit 501c3 organization created to meet the needs and improve the quality of life for patients with breast cancer throughout specialized rehabilitation, including uh, the equine therapy and things like that. Um, Emotional support, tailored education, and fitness classes, too. They're based in Atlanta, but Turning Point has uh, served thousands of men and women, men and women, since opening their clinic doors in 2003. Men and women. A lot of people forget breast cancer is not exclusive to, to females, no, absolutely not. And obviously, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so um, we want to do all we can do to um, shine a spotlight and help people. There's, I, I, it's hard to find someone who has not um, either personally been affected or known someone in their circle who has been affected with breast cancer. So um, I am so happy that we've got this conversation going, and certainly want to hear from anybody. Um, if you are doing things or you're going somewhere where it's helpful to you, please let us know. We'll include information uh, about Turning Point and all the things that they do in their upcoming events during this month, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, in the letter this weekend. So sign up for that. Uh, Pod P for this episode is Naomi Walker, N-E-O-M-A. She writes, I enjoyed the podcast. Got so excited to hear you mention Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. Love them. We had Drew sing at our wedding in June. Unbelievable. N-E-O-M-A. Is that Naomi? Neoma. 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 And she even sent a picture of uh, she and her now husband and uh, Drew Holcomb. wonder how that all came together. And if you're listening on Upload Day, Thursday, October 7th, the Wire and Wood Music Festival with uh, Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors headlining begins uh, tomorrow, October 8th, Saturday, October 9th, six stages throughout downtown Alpharetta, 30 musical performers, and it is absolutely free. So road trip to uh, to see us here this weekend in awesome Alpharetta for the Wire and Wood Music Festival. And thank you, Miss Walker, uh, for your support of the Cadillac Check My Second Act podcast and for being a pot peep for this episode. Audio for this episode from Columbia Pictures, NBC's Today Show, Malcolm Stocks, principal at St. Stephen's High School. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen this episode of the My Second Act podcast produced by Preston Thompson, PT, who is also host of the Georgia Politics podcast. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network.